What's up, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls? It's Friday night. It's 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, and you're at your place for the unfiltered experience with myself, Christopher Roush, and Scott. You just you just did it. That's I did it right one this for time. 20. You just nailed it. I nailed it. I was like, don't it. use the Scott hand that I want to use because I want to point that way. So I'm pointing. And that so way. you went the other. You finally did it. That I was amazing. Did. I'm sober too. Fuck. <laughs> good for you. I like it. What's up, brother? Um, all good. All good. Just uh, I've been doing my 21 day fast, eating all veggies, just integrated a little bit of lean meat. So some salmon and stuff. So I'm feeling bouncy and healthy and all good. All good. Feeling bouncy and healthy. I love that. bouncy and healthy. Both. Bouncy I'm, I'm, I, I, I have Tigger in my mind. That's pretty much how I am right now. I'm just like I walk around, I bounce. I just bounce. I'm like, come up to you. I do like two bounces and I stop and I say hi and I bounce on to the next person. <laughs> I'm a visual person, so I can actually see you doing it's that. It's pretty but... much what I've been doing. Like, like, like what you're... oh, fuck, here comes Scott. Oh, no. Here he comes, the bouncy guy. Yeah, the bouncy guy. Right we got the Kellen Ann in the house already. What's up, Kellen? I saw your new studio setup. It looks awesome, awesome, awesome. I believe we have a, we're we going to be tangoing here pretty soon um, mm -hmm. on her show, I think. I'm going to be on there. Um, we got Lee in the house. Had a great conversation hey, with my brother Lee today. Talking about doing a retreat out here in uh, Southern California in Big Bear. So we're excited about that. Oh, I love Thank that. you, Lee, for being here. And uh, yeah, man, I'm just, I'm, you know what? I'm just, I'm, here's what I'm excited about. And you guys may laugh at this, but I'm excited about. I got this. Oh, there you I go. Got, I got facial hair again. There you go. There you go. The little things in life, Chris. I look fucking normal again. I'm like, almost, almost. It was like really super, it's still really light here because I had this like really long, so it's not filled in. But yeah, I'm going for the beard this time. Yeah. You should grow facial hair. You look like a convict. I do. I do actually. I look, I, I go from being like this sweet, gentle, bouncy guy who bounces up to you to a guy who's gonna kill you in an alley. So I don't do it. Do it. I remember when you still we we, we got you know what we gotta do is we gotta replay the Marky Roush um yeah. episode. Yeah. Dude, I saw that the other day. I saw I had a snapshot a screenshot from it. It looks ridiculous. It's hilarious. It's awesome. We gotta do it. it. Is, we gotta do it. it. Uh, what's up? Uh, Lee says you're driving out of the mountains. Awesome hike. Right Jeez. on, man. I'm glad you got, got outside and, and uh, take care of yourself. We got Angel in the house. It doesn't say user anymore. Hello, Angel. I know you're coming over from YouTube, so thank you for being here. Robert's in the house. Hi, Christopher, Scott, and Kellen. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Well, right. I just don't want to waste any time on this one, man, because uh, our guest tonight is, is I'm super excited for her to meet you, for you to meet her as well. She was on the Ron and Scripted show not too long ago. She came to me via referral i can't remember exactly how it was i don't know if it was sally maybe it was sally or it was somebody but i uh, just had an amazing conversation with her talking about a lot of stuff that you've been teaching me about frequencies and vibrations and chakras and alignment I'm excited and uh and quantum physics and all that stuff so um she's going to be awesome awesome uh lee says here uh i saw oh i saw a herd of elk yeah I thought he cool. said something else i was like what um anyways uh without any further ado let's please welcome to the show uh, Sarah Tynan, she is a quantum coach. Sarah, welcome to the Unfiltered Experience, darling. How hey, are you hey, doing hey. this Hi. morning? Because you are in Australia. It's noon there in Australia, correct? Yes, correct. Yes, in Melbourne mm -hmm. it is at least. <laughs> How are you guys? Oh. Awesome. It's Friday night here in Southern California. He's in Austin, Texas. And uh, okay. yeah, normally normally we raise a glass of something. We normally usually have a drink on. on I'm lame tonight. Uh, I'm not. You have a drink. Yeah. No, I'm, a, I'm, I'm dry until my birthday, until February 26th, so. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, on a detox myself, so I've been sweet. doing the yeah fruit Look at veg. Us. Yeah, yeah, we're all on it. It's good. Typical yeah. January Look at our skin. Our skin's all clear. <laughs> I feel I feel vibrant. Did I bring up bouncy? I think I said you, said you are bouncy. bouncy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. bouncy. Do, and do your Tigger voice. Do your Tigger voice. <laughs> I can do Kermit. I don't know how to do Tigger. 
Can you do Kermit? Do a dirty Kermit. Dirty Kermit. <laughs> Hi ho here. There's so many hoes here, but whatever. That's all I got for you. <laughs> I could do. A, I could do a. I could do a dirty uh, Yogi Bear. <laughs> hey, woo woo! Don't put it in the back door. <laughs> okay. I could. I've done that. What are you to talk about? I've done that. I've done that in bars and made people laugh. Hey, woo woo! That's not a picnic basket. <laughs> Oh my God, you guys are awesome. So welcome to the show, Sarah. I'm excited for the Hi. conversation tonight. Um, I introduced you as a quantum coach. Explain to us what a quantum coach is. Okay, well, yeah, there's 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 a lot there's a lot with that question. So I'll I'll, t I'll explain a little bit of my journey, which I did last time as well. And um, ultimately, my journey kind of evolved. I had severe. Um, I worked in corporate. I worked in the Silicon Valley. I worked there for almost 10 years or in, in that corporate role. And um, throughout that journey, I was accumulating a lot of stress in my body and a lot of physical issues, a lot of physical pain. I had severe neck issues. Um, I couldn't, I would have to wear a neck brace to hold the weight of my head. Like nothing physically like happened in terms of impact to cause it. Um, and I saw every type of therapist under the sun, osteo, chiro, and they were all amazing. But when I saw somebody um, who worked with frequency and emotions and helped clear the, like the stuck and blocked energy that was, I was holding in my body, my neck pretty much instantaneously healed. And from there that triggered something in me. Like, what was that? Like what just happened? Yeah. <laughs> um, I studied energy work for five years. I became a kinesiologist, which basically it was what would the same type of therapist that, that cured my neck. Um, and from there I started working with entrepreneurs and, um, basically aligning their frequency to the outcomes they wanted to create. Um, and everything just evolved from that. And so from there, so many things happened to me. I had so many amazing mentors, but I was able to actually see the energy and the blocks. And I still, I still do with people. And, um, and it was interesting, like when we clear the energetic blocks, not only physically would they like realign and heal themselves, but they would step into almost whole different timelines of abundance and, and freedom and what people would perceive as success and all of that. And, and it was through alignment of energy and not through all this crazy action, which is what the sort of entrepreneurial world kind of drives into people that you must hustle, you must grind, grind you know, they glorify. Hustle, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You must, you know, sleep four hours a night, wake up at 5 a.m., all of this stuff that's glorified, but it's keeping humanity enslaved. And so what, you know, the whole premises now of what I do is using is, is tapping people into their energetic and quantum potential, which is basically creating through frequency. And that's what we are here to do. However, not only are we not taught to do that, we are taught to work against our ability to do that. Um, and how so my whole, against, how are we taught uh, against our ability? Explain that. Okay. <laughs> basically, the, there's a whole... Oh, there's basically in every way that we're programmed is against our ability to create energetically because we are programmed to navigate ourselves in a physical reality. And we only view our potential based on what our physical evidence shows us is possible. And from there are, and that's very limited, very Instant limited. limits. You li you limit yourself so much right away. I mean, that's a bad place to start. Instant limits. I love that, Scott. Exactly. That's exactly right. And so we're only taught to navigate through physicality, through our physical world, through action, through the 3D only when we are actually multidimensional beings. And if we were able to harness our ability to be multidimensional beings, then we can play on that level. 
None of us are taught how to do that though. And if we were, if people truly understood the embodiment and how to do that, then none, then we wouldn't be enslaved as, as humans, as all of humanity. Right now we are, and it's very convenient um, for all of us to be under this illusion that we only create through physicality because then we can be controlled. <laughs> and... Um, there's a whole, there's all the, all of what I call slave programs. I could take you through, I mean, there's so many of them, but ultimately um, we, we are, are dictated and limited by what we experience. And I call it a, um, a, a evidence distortion, meaning yeah. that we need evidence in order to see the possibility before we can step into it. That's an evidence. <laughs> that was me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but there's there's so much. I mean, I can get into lots of specifics around what this what I what I would classify as a slave code or slave programming and what limits humanity, what what keeps us small. Um, but but ultimately, it's our programming and how we think we operate. It's the opposite to that. The absolute the absolute opposite. So where, where are these programs and these codes coming from? Because I'm agreeing with a thousand percent of what you're saying. I'm fully on board. I hear you. I love it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But one of the things I always come back to personally, you might have a great answer that I don't is, you know, I, I sit here and I have that, you know, belief in oneness and oneness in the universe and that we're in one space in this realm. And, and I get that. So here we are. Um, did we do this as a game? Is this, you know, what, what and, and that's where I just come back to. And, I, and mm. a big point, too, is does it even matter if we're yeah. here? But I was just yeah. wondering your opinion on that. Cause I always come back to, I can sit there all day and say who, why, whatever, yeah. but we're here. So do yeah. something about it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can get into mm. conspiracy theories of this and you know, sure. we, we can go all down the rabbit holes, but here's the thing. And here's, here's, we ultimately as souls, we ask to come and experience ourselves in our, in the 3D matrix system, which, you know, I talk about all this, I bring it into awareness, not for people to judge or to condemn or say, oh my God, we're being controlled or any of that. It's for awareness. And I always say when the truth is spoken, the spell is broken. So when you can see it, then you can break the spell. So ultimately as souls, we came and we chose to incarnate in this 3D matrix system, which a 3D matrix system is here. And it is um, the value system based off of separation. And our souls asked to experience that. And so there's no condemning it, but our own evolution as a soul is to recognize who we are and remember that we're multidimensional beings. And through the contrast of this 3D matrix system, transcend it. And that's how we evolve as souls. And I think, you know, right now, humanity is at that point we're at that like precipice right now right now huh? right we talked about this in the last I'm conversation <laughs> yeah. oh yeah yeah quantum what the fuck yeah <laughs> we're right we're, we're at the precipice where um you know the collective as a you know oh god there's so much i could get into with this but we you know in a way i don't we have asked to experience a lot of contrast. So as a collective, we can evolve and we can transcend. And that's just the matrix system. That's that's how this platform is built. However, right now we are starting to transcend it. And um, it's an amazing thing to witness. I don't think we have, you know, everyone's in this fear and worry and it's no wonder, you know, this is why the people are so plugged into physicality right now and they're seeing everything that's happening. It's, it's you know, they're, they're it's rendering them powerless. However, if they understood right now, we are be we are shifting. We are transcending. We are evolving into another dimensional frequency, which isn't based off of separation. It's based off of oneness. 
And this is why all of this muck is sifting up and we're seeing it in our face right now. But there's nothing to be afraid of. It's just coming back home to you. And it's all of humanity evolving and transcending. And it and it's nothing this earth has ever experienced. But as so amazing. Would, oh, go ahead. <laughs> no, I was going to say, so what would you do to explain it to somebody like perhaps an analogy? How would you explain this using an analogy that somebody who is not familiar with any of this, this what we're talking about, can can understand it? Um, are you like talking a radio about radio station frequency or, or just some sort of analogy where they can kind of plug into that a little bit? Okay. Um, are you wanting to explain what's happening to the planet or energy or both or, um, yes. well, there's <laughs> yeah. whatever, whatever, yeah. Come, whatever comes through for you. Yes. Okay. So I think, um, what is happening now? So here's the thing as, oh God. I don't know. I don't know how deep we want to get into this. Um, Go deep. Let's do this. Do this. Right. Let's have fun with this. Listen, Let's what, have... what what we can do is as we go through, if we feel like it got a little too technical, we can back up and simplify with questions like Thank what Chris you, asked. So, so let's have Let's some fun. Let's go deep, yeah. take breaks, yeah. simplify. Let's do it. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. So um, what I want to say to everybody is this undercurrent of muck that we're now experiencing and it's all in our face. It's always been there, but it's always been there. <laughs> and, and right now, because the earth, okay, so the earth holds a frequency, a frequency, and it just states a vibrational energy. And within that, it has the capacity to hold different realms of energy. And if, if I explain a realm, it's basically like an elevator. So let's say the first floor of the elevator is really dense energy. And we know we have those realms on this planet. We see parts of the planet that have, you know, that are, that have war and famine and starvation and all of that. And it's a very dense, low vibration frequency but as you go up the elevator that those realms lighten the, the, the frequencies get lighter and those realms are are um higher in in frequency nature and vibrational nature and so you know you've been to the parts of the world that are love and that you know that are you know that you you, have, you go to a buddhist monastery and that they preach all of this stuff of oneness or that you know go you go to the most magnificent places on the planet and you just think how could these two things coexist and this is what great realms are like radiance of frequency and so the earth the 3d matrix system that they're the 3d planet has an energetic capacity to hold these different realms Got okay it. does that make sense I'm, I'm <laughs> <Now. with you. laughs> yes so let me let me ask you one question sarah just so i can yes. maybe just come in so you know yeah. there's blue zones in the world as you said there's very specific places like it could be a, a monastery in chiang mai you know thailand they can be spotty but I, I would want to clarify too i think some people might be looking at this like hierarchical it can be yeah. in spots so so Holy. to your point you could have a spot and that spot can get entangled in more dense. So right now, if I'm in Costa Rica, maybe 20 years ago, that was a pure blue zone, but then everybody brings that dense energy there. And now there's this mingle that you feel good, but it's not the same as yesterday. And that's why we see shifts in different places too. So hundred percent. I love that. And that's all part of quantum entanglement. And this is why like, this is yeah this is why us as humans like our the greatest way that we can impact humanity is through our frequency because our energy is what impacts all, all of this all of this whole game um and so so right now the earth has the capacity to hold all these realms really dense really low vibrational realms that have always been the undercurrent that have always been there but as the earth's frequency shifts you'll notice that its capacity to hold the denser realms um it won't tolerate it, it it's not tolerating it the energy of Mother Earth is raising and the lower realms that existed on this planet 
are not able to hold that it's like oil and water the frequencies are not vibrating to to be a match and so <laughs> what we're experiencing now is all of this stuff sifting up and we're now seeing it it's sifting up so it can shift out and what you're going to notice is mother earth as gaia does shift and her and her vibrational energy gets higher and higher and higher you'll see everybody come together You'll see things start like kind of phasing out. Like you'll see, you know, people actually like agreeing and 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 you know, compromise. Yeah, I know. Like all of Before this. Before they is kill happening. each other. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And but the thing is that you know our consciousness. It's like you know, as an individual, the biggest thing that you can do to support this shift is let go of the fear, not be so plugged into and 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 you know, uh, create this, be involved in the stories around all of this, you know, illness and sickness and separation and all of it, you stand in your own sovereignty and you hold your frequency as a deliberate creator. And that's, what's going to like expedite this whole shifting of Gaia. What um, about the people who are resistant to that, who don't want change. They want to hang on to that negativity. It works for them. It, it suits their victimhood. Yeah. And that's okay. You know, this is, that's still part of every, all aspects of this. It's never your job to convince anyone. I want to just say that. Don't ever spend your time convincing somebody you, you anchor into your sovereignty and just through like osmosis, your energy will shift dynamics, but it's so, never so, your. So sit there right for a second, because like mm -hmm. there's points that are like, I know that we can be going so fast. I know. Say that. And then the reason I want to stop you in certain ones, because I know there's certain things that in my communication with people that sometimes they need to hear this, me included, Chris will tell you. Talk about that a little bit too, because that might not make total sense to somebody because they're like, but if I don't teach them, they don't know, they don't know. Talk about the energetic connection of just, because Chris and I talk about all the time, we talk about being an, a player mode or being the light, the highest level where you just being makes the mm -hmm. change. Explain that mm -hmm. to us a little bit. This, this is what I mean by we are not taught to shift through frequency. This is exactly what I mean. <laughs> we are taught through, you need to convince, you need to coerce, you need to, it's action, it's action. This is, this is working, but this is giving, and then when you get into that state, you give all your own power away and you fall out of your sovereignty. So again, this is exactly one of the ways that we keep perpetuating this whole kind of slave code mentality because we're then stepping out of our sovereignty and into trying to change the world through action and through preaching and convincing and coercion where it's just actually causing the opposite to happen. Um, so uh, you know, you just, you look at your state, you look at how you can anchor into your sovereignty and into your own truth. And, and by the way, I mean, this can go into a whole different tangent, but there is no one truth. There's only quantum resonance. And what I mean by that is you just take in something and does it vibrate, like has the same similar vibration within your cellular, you know, within your cellular structure. Does this make you feel expanded and does this make you feel enlightened or does this contract you? And this is where you get to true choose your truths. And when you choose your truths, you're choosing your reality. What's happening is people are too plugged into physicality that they're taking on everyone else's truths and the density of it is just making them collapse and, and fall back and it's giving all their power away and they're in fear and all of that. But if you just chose to, to, to take in your own quantum resonance as your own truth and stand in that sovereignty, and then if you get divinely inspired to share, divinely, if you, know, you were put on the platform to talk about what you feel your truths are and other people take that through as a quantum resonance, that's how you shift. But not from a place of needing to convince or needing to have people like be on your team or any of that from a place yeah. of 
this is my quantum resonance. I want to break the spell. You can take it on, take it or leave it. It's totally up to you. We're all sovereign beings. So I love what you're saying. And I want to ask you another question too about, you know, we were talking about the hierarchy or the elevator, you know, the dense to the light, and that can be spread in spots. Um, yeah. One of the same things, similar but different that I'm seeing too is I was always a believer and I'm sure in the same boat that um, there, there's old souls. So, you know, you could have somebody who's five who clearly gets something and somebody who's 60 doesn't. I'm seeing yeah. a greater consistency of older souls in our youth. And I get to see that firsthand as a professor. And I hear people Thanks. saying, these kids are lazy. They're being indoctrinated to this liberal blah, blah, like just all this blah, blah, blah. And I'm, I'm going, no, uh -huh. this kid has some deep clarity and understanding and, yeah. and a calmness. And they're not willing to go waste time on this or this. They're present moment beings. If they don't get to buy a house because they can't, can't afford it, they'll travel around the world. They're, they already get it. And people yeah. are saying they're copping out. And I'm like, no, no, no. They're dialing in. Talk about exactly. that because because I see a lot of the, the I see a lot of the the dense or in, in older people who are holding on. So the analogy I would share with Chris and talk with everybody is there's a tree that we've had as our home indefinitely. And there's this river that's running by it. So we sit in the tree. We say, I love the tree. It's been good to me. It's taken care of me. I'm never going to leave it. It's what comfort is, certainty. And that river's going to rise eventually. It's just a reality. And if I stay next to this tree, I will drown and everyone around me will drown. So the quicker I leave and go with the organic flow of life, Mother Earth, Gaia, I'm going to be in a much better place. There'll be another tree. The tree was never the home. The home was here. Home is where the heart is. All these cliches are so true. So, so many people are holding on to that tree who are older because they feel this, this shift and they're scared and they're actually going to drown and they're doing it to themselves. Kids feel this and a lot of adults don't. What yeah. can you tell those adults and then talk to me about your belief of that division? Oh my God, Scott, Great I question. love this. That is so good. Um, okay. So, I mean, we could go pretty deep with this question as well. Um, how, what I want to do is, is preface this by saying I've been, um, I don't, do you follow Dolores Cannon? She's no longer physically with us, but she's, um, she's done some amazing work. She has about 15 books and she Dolores Cannon. Dolores Cannon. I think we spoke about her last time. She was a hypnotherapist. She would literally took people back so deep that she was able to access. I was going to yes. say, I knew the name and I'm like, I'm like, what did she do again? And when you just said yes. it, I was like, it's one of those, like, like you've got so many people that you read Alan Watts. There's, there's so many yeah. people. And I was like, I know. Yeah. Keep going. Sorry. I do remember that. Yeah. Name. Yeah. So, so, um, so the reason I know this information is through her and basically she, but it was able to take people so deep to like the, the, like she called it the universal wisdom, like the universal wisdom would stream through these people. And some of the information she got about what's happening right now. And this was back in the nineties. These books were out talking about what was happening, what was going to happen right now. Wow. And, and she was talking about this new earth and all of this uh, vibrational shift and all of it way back when nobody even mentioned it. And Dolores said, Ooh, I got chills. Um, and it, but, you know, different planets have gone through or attempted to try to go through these sorts of ascension processes before and unfortunately have not succeeded and in evolving into a new, you know, a new dimensional energy where we are. We So basically what was happening is they were looking at Earth going, right, you know, this is this could go one of two ways, you know, <laughs> and it isn't looking good, you know. Um, and so what what's actually happened is millions of light being souls have incarnated on the planet right now are That's incarnating like. and have incarnated. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And this wow. is, this is, this is information from, from 
Dolores. And and it they basically incarnate because we have free will and they and you know the beans looking down on us knew that the only way that they could help Gaia shifted to a higher state of being is by incarnating souls. And so when you see these people who are way showers, who are doing things differently, who are going against the matrix system, who, you know, are, are just beings of light. That's, they are, they are, they're here for a purpose. And some of those people literally just have to be, they don't have to do anything. They're frequency resonance. And I, I, I just want I want that to be said a thousand times. And I'm, yeah. I'm also speaking to, to self on this one, because mm. one of the things that I tend to do is I get very frustrated where I see people doing something. I'm like, that is sometimes I see like a podcast host or an individual or coach who's preaching stuff that is just so negative or so twisted or, or so um, deep, <laughs> like horrible energy that I it just it's killing me. Yeah. And I have to step back to my belief and truth. It was exactly what you're saying is be the light. When yeah. I was a kid, I would have walked into a room and the, and the room changed. When I'd go to a party, the party changed. When yes. I'd go to people were sad, they'd be happy. And yes. I would just, just think like, oh, I'm just fun or something. Sometimes I did nothing. I just walked yeah. in and just sat there and the place changed. Exactly. And I got away from that. Why? Because you said it. Because the world's teaching me, no, you got to be a doer. You got to stand on stages. You got to talk. And yeah. sometimes you need to shut the hell up and be. And and I want these light beings to start to not just, you know, the light beings probably get it. Those who are fringing in that, you know, um, darker energy. Like yeah. I want them to start to just be cognizant of their power. And I and I know you're going to introduce them to do it. I can yeah. 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 Hold, 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 hold that thought for just a second. I want to grab some yes. comments real quick. Yeah, we got a few. Or whatever. Thank you guys all for being here. We've been going for 26 minutes already. Great, great conversation. Uh, Brother Heath is in the house. Says, what's up? Excited to hear this about this one. I was just on his show last night and told him about this. I said, you need to tune into this. So I'm glad you're here, Heath. Uh, we got uh, Nalia. What's up, Nalia? She says, I am Sarah's client and her biggest fan, LOL. She has changed my life through all of her teachings and happy to answer any questions around this. I'm living my dreams and could not recommend Love it enough. Love Thank it. you for being here, Nalia. That's, a, that's quite a Amen. testimonial. She also says here, uh, thank you, thank you, legend Christopher Roush for holding these lives and so many diverse topics. You're an amazing dude. Thank Amen. you very much. Appreciate that. We got Robert in the house, our fellow uh, uh, unfiltered family. He says here, in theory, something I choose to believe is that we were born with all the evidence we need in the form of faith. It's something that benefits from exercise to be sure, but I believe it is in all of us. I would agree all is uh, that that too. Love your statement here. I put it up here. Uh, when the Love truth that. is spoken, the spell is broken. I dig the shit out of that. Mary Kay's in the house. Beautiful Mary Kay. She says exactly the same thing. She says, Love that. Uh, Heat's commenting here. He says, Yes, our souls came here to forget just to remember. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, Angel's in the house. What's up, Angel? Thank you for being here. Uh, Lee says here, Yes, yes, and yes. Hand me a tool that I can use in my day to day to facilitate my spiritual growth. Mm -hmm. um, and we have a question from Mary Kay. Mary Kay says here, what if we all got together and accessed the highest frequencies at the same time, maybe guided? Could we have a positive effect collectively? Oh, Great yeah. question. Mm -hmm. what, do you, what do you think about that, Sarah? A hundred percent. Oh, that's been that's been proven. They've they oh gosh, what is the study they did? Um, there's been studies that have been done where they had, you know, like, I don't know, the number of people of 100 people or 1000 people meditate simultaneously, and it literally impacted crime rates across the world. No way. So, yeah, mm -hmm. this, yeah, this is what we I gotta mean. Do that. We got to do that. We are frequency creators, you guys, we shift the, the earth, the planet through our frequency. 
I truly, I truly believe that. Before I would have said, what the fuck is that? But now I truly, truly believe that. We got Michelle in the house. Uh, let's see. Nalia says here again, oh my goodness, Scott, this tree analogy is stunning. Made my heart jump. Hell yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and then we just got some comments here. So please, um, I want to, here's a question I want to ask you. Jock's not on here, I don't think, but uh, Jock's one of my mentors and, and talks a lot about this stuff. Talk to me about your interpretation of, you haven't mentioned it yet, but you, you said divinity, I believe it was, but talk to us about divine law. What does that mean? Divine law. Okay. Well, D in divine, divine law. Okay. You said everything so goes according to divine law. He keeps telling me about that. Divine law, divine law, divine law. So I'm like, I, since I got I, you here, I want to hear your interpretation of that. And this is interesting because I think people get confused between they perceive something as law and it limits them to no end when it's maybe just a rule they've created for themselves or they, what they've taken on as a truth. And those things specifically are the very things that are keeping them like plugged in and enslaved. And so, for example, divine law. <laughs> There's so OK, so um, we have an hour, right? Um Ultimately, there's there's different laws of creation. You know, one of the divine laws is that we have free will. We are put we are plopped here on this planet, and it's like, right, okay, you you, you know, here your whatever your job, whatever your purpose is, we have free will. And one of the divine laws is that can't be messed with. Like that can't be. You, people can't come in. Like if there's something happening, you know, it is divine law that nothing, whether it's aliens, whatever it is out there, they can't intercept that. And so this is one of the reasons why, you know, if, if it's like, okay, well, we can't intercept anything, we'll, we'll incarnate and play the game with them. And this is one of the reasons why we're having so many light beings come incarnate on this planet. So there's specific things, you know, there's the, the laws of frequency and creation, you know, there's, there's so many different things that can fall under that umbrella of the divine law. Um, but I think, you know, if, if we're talking about divine law, it's, you know, it's that everything, if we get to the core of the essence of what everything is, it is oneness. It is, you know, we are pure love and frequency. And we, we separate ourselves from that, then we separate ourselves from our true power, our true ability to create. When we forget about who we actually are as beings of light, we are, now this might trigger some people that are, you know, that have been indoctrinated in religion, but we are the gods. We are the creators. You know, people talk about, people talk about, um, I'm a co-creator and a co when I co-create my reality. No, you are the creator. And for me, that is the divine law. But people fall out of that and they forget. <laughs> um, Chris knows I love this. Like everything you're saying. Like, I told you. I told you. Do me you. a favor. I'm just gonna go eat another dinner because you're saying everything I want. I would. I, bet, this not, I don't even be here. This is perfect. Yeah. You're saying you're just saying it better than me. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Angel says, "I love this explanation." Yeah, I, I, I'm, I, that's that, that is awesome. And also, uh, Mary Kay says here, "Thanks, Sarah." I just looked up the study about the crime rates you mentioned, 1974. Mas Masarishi. Uh, Maharashi. Yeah. yeah. That, yeah that's transcendental right. whatever yep yeah that's yeah so that that was a, that, thank you for looking that up that's awesome so that's what i want you know if, if we can t if we can if we could anchor in a point for, to everybody that you know you are here to create your world within a world as a god a goddess and anytime you feel like you've fallen out of that, it's because you've plugged into other people's worlds. You know, you see that that person's suffering. You see that that person's sick. You see that that person has to work hard to make a living or whatever. All of this programming you've plugged in and you've taken on as your truth when it's not a quantum resonance. You've been blinded by all of these truths 
that because you've plugged into so many worlds within a world, what I would say to people is unplug from all of that, tune into what you want to create and just anchor into that frequency. All you have to become is a match. You are not a action, a timeline away from anything. You are a frequency away from it. And it doesn't matter business. It doesn't matter any of it, all of it. Hmm. You know what, what you're saying, like, I, I love this, the simplicity of saying that like, never, never mind law of reciprocity, attraction, all that. The divine yeah. law being you are creator. Get rid yeah. of all of it because there's a limit with everything else. Like I get within this current game that we're playing, there is a polarity. So mm. law of reciprocity, anything that's a yin and yang feels great yeah. here. But in the deeper truth, if there's oneness and we're all part of something bigger, go back to the simple thing you said. I would I would say that's the golden nugget of this to walk away with is I don't no matter what else you say, that right there is absolute gold. The divine law is you, I, Chris, creator. Yeah. And if you take that limitlessness of that statement and say, I am creator and walk away and start living your life with that, I'm pretty sure you can do some great things. Exactly. As long as you don't, as long as you unplug, as you said, if I yeah. keep looking at the plugs going, I am, I am creator. I am. Yeah. If you say yeah. I am creator and just rip them out and just move forward. Exactly. I'm creator, but you know, you just look at the, what is the wedge between you and the, I am the creator statement when you say that and whatever comes up after that, those are the distortions that are keeping you separate from that belief. Mm -hmm. And that's the next step to healing and releasing. So if we say that we are the creator, but then I've heard people talk about that everything's already been predestined. Like the things I think about in my mind, my friends have told me like, it's already happened. You just, you just have to wait for it. So do we have, do we have that free will or is it already yeah. planned for us? Is it all kind of part and parcel? Free, free will. Free, free will. will. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. And but here's the thing, like you, it's, but God, there's so much we can get into with this, but we could talk about timelines, you know, when the, so Neville Goddard is another one that I, I love. Neville Goddard. <laughs> I just got that. Uh, he just told me about Neville last night. No, I no, no. I love Neville yeah. Goddard. Yeah. So he, he talks about your imagination being God, you know, and I've 100%. heard this. And his metaphors yeah. are on point. I love the way yeah. he's, he's clearly speaking to the religious masses and saying, yeah. great. If you love Jesus, it's a metaphor. Like he's going through everything and anything that you argue, he gently says, I hear you. I love you. Try this. He's flawless. Flawless. Everyone needs to listen to him. I agree. Yeah, I, I agree. And he was talking about this stuff. I when sent it you his stuff a long time ago. Chris. I'll send it again. <laughs> Yo, yeah, no, he was because he was what, 1940 or whatever. Like, because yeah. when you listen yeah. to his, his audio and see that, like, he looks like he's from a black and white movie, you know? It's like, I know, mm-hmm. I know, but he manifested his way out of some crazy scenarios, like out of a military contract. He was in the military, and like, you know, like if if you were plugged into physicality, where your mind was like your ego was guiding you through, you would be like, no, there's no way, I'm I'm locked in unless I'm gonna have like a dishonorable just discharge or whatever 100%. it is. All the plugins. And yeah. he like you got to listen to because everything you're saying he literally walks through. I forget he was he was doing a show um and he was with his wife, and he was telling how he met and like got his wife and even that was a manifestation. I forget yeah. the story, but I was like dying laughing. I was like, oh my god! Like yeah. he's saying like here's how I got her and he explains it and he's like I manifested her and she's like I don't know if I'm good with this you know like whatever. <laughs> but it was so beautiful because he yeah. literally did. He's but he did it. He didn't do the logic. He didn't say. Um, I'll get a good job. I'll have a nice this. I'll do this. He said, no, I want the perfect partner. And and he literally manifests it. He explains it. And you're like, that is insane. And then when you start thinking about it, you're like, 
but it's not. But those no, people are not. special. I don't have that gift. Oh. <laughs> So you're plugged in, you know, there's so many distortions Then you're plugged into, you're plugged into somebody's world who fed that to you, who you accepted that plug in, you accepted yeah. it, you know? Um, How do you unplug then? That's a great just, question. You, you, uh, okay. The thing is, Control is that we, we yeah, yeah. Smash the computer. <laughs> we see our lives through the meaning we give it and the stories we create around it. So you give it a different meaning. You you create a different story. This is why your imagination is God. You you create through your imagination. You know your imagination is very limited or it's expansive. When you were a child, everything was possible until you started becoming plugged in. Curiosity, wonderment, get back to it. Yes, yes, yes. And so you know it's 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 what the meaning you give it. What is it? You know I talk about a lot of this with money, like in the guys in the business academy and whatnot. And they're like, you know, they have a really good month and they have a freak out when they it's a roller coaster and whatever. And it's like, well, what meaning do you give that? You know, I don't give it any meaning when my bank account goes up and down thirty grand. It just does. It just is. You know. And if I live my life through expansive meaning and through expansive stories, well, then that's what I experience. So. The first step, you know, this is not something you master overnight. And there's a lot of processes Neville talks about. One is um, an amazing process called revision, where you can literally, in your imagination, revise your past and immediately experience, mm -hmm. like, instantaneous manifestations. I actually have a crazy story about that myself. But um, the first step you could do is stop giving things dense meanings. Stop plug attaching me Because when you attach a meaning, you attach a frequency to something. And when you touch a frequency, that frequency goes out into the neutral energetic field. And then that the field will replicate that back to you in your experience. So give everything it. a, yeah. So stop and then tell a new story, a really beautiful story around. And that's how this people experience their lives through the meanings they give things. That's the first thing you could do is start changing the meanings you give things. Oh yeah. Big time. So tell us your personal story. <laughs> Um, this is a funny one. Okay, so uh, we were uh, this. Okay, all right, I'll tell it quickly. Um, we've been looking for a new car for ages, and we hadn't bought one because coronavirus. We're not allowed to go five k's within the radius of our house, and all this. And um, my husband's a musician, and so we thought, let's buy a big car. He can pack all his gear in it, and so on and so forth. And he was really, you know, like kind of like fixated. It's practical, and I was like, yeah, I kind of went along with that idea, but like really in my heart, I didn't want a big car. I wanted my own little like zip around car, and um, not to mention he loves doing like years of research. <laughs> like if we need, like he'll know every car in the area and the you know, like if like that's just and so um i i know like how he is like if we kind of have something set in a plan that's it we're, we're on that train we don't really veer off the track but like I'm, i kind of had this realization like that's not what i want and i i revised like the old me would have been stuck in the story that you know it's going to be really hard to convince him practicality speaking wise for a small car it doesn't make any sense financially um you know we live in the country so it's actually dangerous like the kangaroos here are crazy if you hit a kangaroo like the car's done um and you know gigs all of it so like why would i so anyway i revised this whole scenario in my mind i was like yep i'm gonna get it um uh it's gonna be flawless he's not gonna need to do six months worth of research it's just gonna be easy um so i found this mercedes <laughs> i send him the link and i say this is the car i want and I revised the whole situation that's like, yep, it's easy. It's in, in, it's going to happen flawlessly. And historically speaking, that would not have been my reality at all. 
like right. at all. I can't even tell you like at all. Um, but long story short, it was in my driveway two days later. That's awesome. Wow. Was he happy? <laughs> yeah. 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 It was great. Totally fine. Like, yep, this will be your thing. I'll let you do the research. I'll, I'm just like going, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> well, let, let, let's make sense Ooh. of that for everybody too, because like somebody's sitting like, let's talk about like, like, so the plugs. So right now, if, if you're living that truth and the plugs yeah. are dismantling them themselves. So, cause, cause right now there was a process that was going to happen. He's got to say no. He's going to yeah. do the research. He's going to look yeah. at consumer reports. He's going to talk yeah. to five friends. Those yeah. are plugins. So yeah. how, by so, you being you and yeah. energetically sound in that space, how are those things unplugged? So what I did was there's a whole revision process um, that Neville takes you through, but it was simply, I told a whole different story around it through my imagination. I relived the whole scenario and I, I knew I unplugged from the old story when I didn't feel emotional attachment. You know, I was kind of building up a little anger and resentment going, oh, this is the car I want, but mm -hmm. I know it's going to be like, you know, and you get, you get angry, you feel the emotion of it. I knew that story, that timeline was anchored in when the emotional cords were, were no longer attached. I didn't feel, I felt total neutrality. And I recreated that story in my imagination. That is God. That is the creator. And that was the done reality. Anything that told me different, I just recognized that that's a plug-in. That's not my truth. And I anchored it in and instantaneously Mercedes in the driveway two days later. <laughs> nice. And, this is, I think the I, thing. You're going to oh, have go so many women signing up for your class. <laughs> I swear to God. Gonna, <laughs> what the F? I'm not letting my wife. Sarah, I'm going to, I'm going to put on later on just for anyone who's listening right now too. I'm going to put the, there's a Neville Goddard link where I think it's a, I think he speaks for like 30 or 40 minutes and it's one of his older just, but he mentions revision in there. He has yeah. a, it's, I'm trying to think of some of his most concise stuff for people to start with. Listen to the whole thing. Check it out. It talks about manifestation, how it works, and, you know, yeah. present moment. Everything's in there. It's a great intro to him, but I'm, I'm going to drop it in there later. Yeah, yeah, and I think the most important thing to recognize with revision is, is to really anchor into the belief that, you know, really know that you're the creator, but also recognize that there are no truths that you manipulate truths through your imagination and that you get to change the truths. And, and people have this whole concept around what they perceive a truth as being and that they're just fixated on that is the truth. That's why they get so locked in this fix and perpetuating the same reality. Well, it's the truth, but it, that's what happens. And then the, there's nothing, there is no truth. Everything is malleable. You change mm -hmm. truth through your imagination and through stories you give it. And when I let go of that old truth and that old story and changed it, my whole reality shifted with it. I like it. Wow. <laughs> my brain yeah. is just going poof, 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 I know, poof, I know. Poof. Yeah. So, yeah. So in thinking and considering all the things that we've discussed right here and thinking about, you know, people who are watching who are not familiar with us, what are some exercises? What are some processes that they can go they can go through starting with you know changing their imagination what are some of the things they could do to, to surrender and be able to disconnect i know for me it's taken quite a number of books and and different conversations like this for me to be able to, to start that process yeah. what is that for you because when i think about that i think about you know what are, what apps are out there what books are out there what what things can i do every day to to, to get to that point because i know a lot of people are frustrated and they want to surrender but they they're, they're so held on to perhaps their ego you know talk about maybe talk about the ego for a second in, in relation to that I think what people are plugged into is a slave code around uncertainty and the unknown. They need to be in what they know. And that very needing to be in what they know is that thing that's keeping them enslaved. Because if they unplug 
And what happens is they sit in this thing called a wormhole. It's this little abyss where they're floating around to see if the evidence of this is really going to work or if it doesn't. And once they start seeing that actually this is working, they'll come out of that wormhole and they'll anchor into like more of the truth of who they are and who, you know, as a, as a deliberate creator. So you have to be willing, number one, to build the muscle of being okay with uncertainty. Um, you know, the first time I did this is when I took on a, a mentor, which I knew I had to do. You follow that divine knowing and that divine guidance. You're always going to be guided. You know, I spent a half a year salary on a mentor right when coronavirus hit and you know husband lost all his gigs i could have been in massive scarcity but i didn't plug into physicality you know have that conscious recognition of when you're in scarcity when you're in fear and recognize that you are being plugged in it is not you your soul resonates as this, at the same frequency as abundance just so you guys know when people say you are abundant you literally are. That is the same frequency resonate. Like resonate. Your soul is abundance. That is the same. You guys, you are the same. And if you're out of that, you're out of alignment with your soul. And if you're out of alignment with your soul, you're plugged in. And so just recognize that. And if you'll know that you're being plugged in and you're guided because you're you're not following your alignment, you're following the fear and the scarcity because you need to have the certainty. You don't want to be in the unknown. So the first time I tested this was when I was okay with building the muscle of uncertainty by following my soul and saying yes to a mentor. It was a massive risk. We just bought a house as well. So all of that was stacked up. I didn't plug into it. I built the muscle. I followed my soul and I continue to build that muscle of my divine guidance. And you're going to be floating in no abyss, but you have to be okay with uncertainty. Uncertainty or needing certainty is one of the biggest slave plugins that I have found yet. <laughs> that has been that. the biggest lesson I've had to learn. So thank you for sharing that. Big, yeah. still continue to, to to strive through that. Some days are better than others. Some days I'm surprised at how much I've surrendered and how much I don't need that security and plan A, B, C, D, E, F, G. No. But I'm just like, it's all happening. I know it is. Yeah, that's right. Good. You're anchored in then. Yeah. And, and then ask for what you want. Ask for what you want. You know, like I wanted a Mercedes. <laughs> I didn't want to, you know, just ask for what you want. Don't hold back from that. I think people think they, they ask for what they think they deserve or they think that what's possible. Mm -hmm. Ask yeah. for what you want. And that's a big one right there is the, you know, like if, if somebody says, do you love yourself? Whatever we talk about all the time, like, you know, people are like, yeah, I like myself. No, I didn't ask you. Do you love yourself? I love myself. And they're just got a butt coming. So but, whatever it yeah. is, mm -hmm. when you devalue yourself, you're going to de devalue what you perceive you deserve. So you're right. Like it might yeah. be hard for very many people to say, I want a Mercedes because they're like, I don't even have a car and I don't even have a good yeah. job and I'm an idiot. And I'm and they're saying yeah. these things. Listen to it. Those are I am statements. I am an idiot. I am not worthy. I am. Fulfilling. Then you're right. If you yeah. say I am creator, you're also right. But you got to say right. it and mean it without the caveats. I love that so much. Exactly right. Exactly right. Um yeah. And if you don't, and if you don't have the evidence, if you don't see the evidence in the first few times, and you want to give up, what do you do? Just trust. Mm. So you have to be living it in your mind. This is why your imagination is God. You have to be, and if you're not seeing it, then you haven't anchored into it because you're still in that. You're. It's like you're dip. You're teeter tottering. You know, this is the, this is one of the things I see people do, and this is what keeps them held back. They teeter totter. They'll be in the embodiment and go for it, and then they'll plug in. They'll be in the evidence distortion, and they'll come back out of it. And you just got to be freaking all in. And when you want for nothing, you become magnetic to everything. So you got to be when you really, really anchor into the essence of your soul and abundance. Abundance isn't just money. Abundance is like is wanting for nothing because, you know, you you already have it all. 
that's what abundance really is. And so when you anchor into that and you build that, like you just, you're in it, everything else is magnetized and it's just nothing else. You're not doing anything for significance, for likes, for any of it, because you're anchored in abundance. You, this is what quantum business is. This is how you attract all of these people in. So it's, it's just rebuilding that muscle of understanding who you are, knowing that when you dip out what you're doing and then come back into it. And it is a muscle you build. It's not something that happens overnight. But when you take the big risks and you dive into that uncertainty, that, that uncertainty abyss, then it's just you do it again and again and again and again and again. And all of a sudden, you're creating your world within a world. So, so you're explaining this incredibly well. And I want to make sure people really listen to that word because that's what Neville is all about is imagination. It's got the word image in it. So yeah. literally imagine, as I'm doing, I'm speaking it out loud. Imagine, imagine if right now that in this moment, I'm thinking, I want a Mercedes. Um, I am creator. And that literally starts to become the image all around us. And, you know, we can go in depth and talk about the fact that we want to do it into the future, feeling like it's present and all that. But talk a little bit about that word and explain what that really means to somebody. Because somebody's saying imagination, I want to make sure they crystal clear get that. Because a start is just starting to take ownership of your imagination. And even by accident, if you really start to take ownership of your imagination, amazing things can and will happen. Exactly. So your imagination is so powerful. And it is not here's I think I might have said this last time, when you're really accessing your imagination and potential through your imagination, it's not your mind making it up. This is a slave code. It is your mind accessing realities that are done. So when you anchor into that reality through your imagination, what happens is you start feeling into it, you start being into that abundance or you're behind the wheel of that Mercedes or whatever, your imagination is accessing realities that are already done. What happens though, is we use our imagination and go, Oh, that's not possible. Or, Oh yeah, that's a great thought. It is already done. If you anchored into that divine knowing and just with almost, I would say just like, it's almost like as if you were delusional. Like I've used this a few times where like, one of the intakes I had for the business Academy as an example, like I, I, I was doing it where I'd taken 10 people at a time for every intake and it was two weeks out to the start date. And I had one person enrolled. If I was in, plugged into physicality, doubt, fear, worry, you know, self where <laughs> all of it would have been, but I didn't, I just knew I was in that reality where I was fully booked out. And then what happened was you will get divine guidance based on the, that those little steps you need to take that will help you climb into that reality. And I just held that reality in my mind. I unplugged from physicality, the doubt, the all of it. Yes, I dipped into it because I am human, but then I pulled myself back into that reality and that intake booked out within a week or two. And so this is like, this is how you play with this in business and all aspects of your life. So know that your imagination is accessing realities that are already done. You plug into that and let it feed you divine guidance. And you just take those action steps based on that divine guidance, not manufacturing, not thinking I need to do this or, you know, I, I, I didn't amp up my presence on social media or anything like that. You know, I just, I just anchored into it and I followed divine guidance and that, that was my stepping ladder into that timeline. And I got now, there and I have, go ahead. <laughs> I, I love what you're saying because, you know, you're just speaking a real world example of what's going on with me right this second. I was talking to Chris about it is I spent so much time with my family and just being very present over the holidays that I did no work to fill up my coaching program. I do it every 12 weeks. And so I came in, I only had four and now I've got six, two more people just called me today 
because I, Chris asked me, I go, it is what it is. It's just my bad. If it's like, I was, I was just getting away from it. And I'm like, it's supposed to be filled. It's it, like, I, again, I wasn't even imagining it as effectively as I could, but I yeah. walked away from that. We always talk about the need, the need to chase, 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 chase. I mean, I'll still fill the, the social media, one or two things out there that aren't paid, yeah. but if someone catches it, they catch it. But guess yeah. what happens? A phone call, somebody who was in the class before said, hey, I've got somebody who's interested. And then another guy who didn't do it last time that I forgot about called me back and said, I think I need to do this. I'm like, sweet. And then there's another, I didn't even tell you about this one, Chris, another guy, maybe I did. There's this guy who used to play D1 college basketball. I was talking to him and his buddy might want to do it because he's struggling. So I might end up with 10. And know. literally two weeks ago, I had no, like it's, yeah, yeah. but That's right. to that point, I'm just like, whatever. It's people need it. And I, and I truly believe this, everyone needs this stuff. Yeah. They, they need this stuff, but, but at the same time, whoever's ready's ready. You know, exactly. I'm not like, I'm not going to freak out about it. Like, yeah. Whoever, so. and you anchor into abundance, you know, it's already full. Like you think about mm -hmm. it, like you think about it, it's already done. It's already full. That is abundance. And then when you're, if you're plugged into reality, you're like, Oh, but I need one or two or whatever. And then you're yeah. in lack again. So totally. you just really mm. think about it. if it was done, it was done. You wouldn't need to do social media, would you? Cause you're already full. Like, <laughs> you know, so it's a, this is why people get like so plugged in and, and, and they're getting into manufacturing things. And when you get into manufacturing things and you're really pulled out of your soul alignment, you're not, you're not hitting that source inspiration um, that you would hit if you're in this right frequency. So, and I, and I think one of the big problems here is, is in, in a reality, both can produce results. I could yeah. spend a bunch of money on Facebook ads, fill it up and say, that's the way I'll, I'll tell you something. I think you might appreciate this. I remember years ago, long before I had a 10th of the wisdom that I've got now from constant listening to some very intelligent people, I might've been 20 some years old on stage. And I asked a question, I said, how many people here are successful because they're fighters? And I would say, and I was in a room of uh, teachers at the time and a lot of inner city teachers are going, Absolutely. So pretty much the whole room raised their hands. I go, are you sure? And they kept saying, yeah. And I go, well, let me ask you this. I said, what if you weren't a fighter and you somebody, and I actually used that river analogy was talking about that like way back when saying, what if you just trusted and surrendered instead of fighting and you just showed your gold, your gifts, whatever, you don't think that you could have gotten here and beyond without the friction. And they're like, no, you don't understand. I go, you are creating a reality that's going to live with you forever. Your idea that a fighter is a, um, a positive, a strength, a skill set. It's literally a defense mechanism that you needed for a moment, but you completely missed. So it's exactly what we're saying right now is these illusions that this is the only way I'm like, but what if, and I love what we're doing here. Cause we're doing the same thing I was doing back there on an elevated level. I don't necessarily need to be a fighter. What if I have peace in me and just come into it? That's where the strength is. And I remember them looking at me like, the hell are you talking about? And a few <laughs> people got, they were on board, but yeah. I mean, like, I don't know that people were fully ready for that. They had to like, you just don't understand. I'm like, okay. Well, it's a badge of honor. And a lot of people don't want to let that go. Because it, it did get you that's to personal. where you are. But yeah. can I prove that that was the best you, like, that's where, yeah. that's the problem. They're going to say, did it get me to where I am? And the answer is yes. They're going to say, so why would I quit it? Yeah. They're, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, it's just, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's tough. It's tough. It is tough. For all it of is us. tough. Yeah. 
it is tough until they are too burnt out, too in their health is too far down the drain. They're, mm-hmm. you know, I've I've experienced both, and this is why I can say this. I worked in the Silicon Valley. I worked in corporate. I was physically, you know, not coping. Yes, it was successful. I've experienced both ways, and I think Same. the universe just, you know. Said it was it was beautifully set up because I've also experienced it with with ease with with effortlessness with just embodiment. Trust me, they do both work, yeah. but you get yeah, to that's choose. That's much better. That is much One better. Is well, boys and girls, it's been fifty six minutes. Uh, Sarah, I know you have something that you have to run to after this. So, where can people get a hold of you to continue this conversation? Uh, and do you have anything special for the people that are listening or watching today or on the replay? Yes. So I have a website. It's um, www.saratynan.co. So it's CEO. So I have a lot of different webinars, free webinars on there. I talk about matrix plugins, slave codes, higher realm money and abundance, all of it. So it's all free. Just go there and you'll have access to it all. Um, I also did the six frequency embodiments I used to hit six figures organically in my business. So um, when I first launched a business academy, yeah, it hit six figures and multiple six figures totally organically. Um, and so I talk about the six frequency embodiments that I use to do that. So um, that you guys can have for free as well. Awesome. Awesome. And they can find you on IG. Yes. Instagram and Facebook. Um, you want yeah. to read that off for people who are listening on the podcast? Oh, yes. Yeah. So it's so it's Sarah.Tynan, uh, dot international. That's Instagram. Tynan with a Y. T-Y-N-A-N. Yes, yes, yes. Sarah with an H. <laughs> yes, Sarah you, with an H. That's right. Yes, yes, yes. You guys got, if you guys got value out of this conversation, please go hit up her website, check out the other materials, do some research on your own, you know, use this as an opportunity. You know, I wrote down uh, a Dolores Cannon. I wrote down uh, Neville Goddard. I'm trying to remember who it was just a couple of days ago. Somebody told me about that. And I'm like, the name sounds familiar, but I didn't, I didn't recognize it. And all of a sudden it just pops up again. So I'm pretty like, sure that you listened to that thing that I sent you way back when this was like a full year or so ago. This is right when you and I started talking. I'm like, you got to listen to this guy. It's it's and I even shared it in the group too, actually, in one of our coaching groups. I'll, I'll put it on here. I'll put it yeah, on. cool, cool. Uh, Lisa's here. The martial artist trains so they do not have to fight. Yes, yes, yes. Angel says here. Thank you, Sarah, for your input. It's been helping a lot. Thank you, Angel. Uh, Mary Kay says you're a great show, Sarah. Thank you. And thanks, Christopher and Scott. Love you guys. We love you, too. Uh, we're going to put you backstage here for a, se- for a second, Sarah. Don't go anywhere. Thank you so much for being here. You're a rock star. I look forward to having uh, more conversations with you here. Uh, we definitely could dive in all sorts of different directions. So you're welcome to come back here uh, and explore some of those. So hang with us for just a second. And there we have it, ladies and gentlemen, the unfiltered experience. Once again, Scott, overall impressions. I know that you 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 dug the conversation. What are, what are some things that people can walk away in a, in a succinct fashion that you can explain it to them? I love the golden nugget of first thing she said was awareness. So we can beat that down all, all day long. The awareness that you are a creator is huge. And to take Neville and what, you know, uh, Sarah was talking about with the idea of imagination, start playing with that. Go Google that. Look that up. What does it mean to create a, an imagination that's not tethered to old lessons or old belief structures or old truths and to free yourself up and just be in that floaty space where there is uncertainty and say, okay. I mean, think of this, you're a creator in this universe. Uncertainty is literally the palette where you're mixing the paint. If you had certainty, then your picture is going to be predetermined. You want uncertainty. I don't know what this one's going to look like. I don't even know what this is going to feel like. That's where the experience comes from. So awareness, making sure that you're um, dialed in as the creator and really taking a close look at the imagination and everything she said is gold. So 
Uh, go listen to this one again. Share it with your friends because it was absolutely money. I'm going to give this one, Chris. I don't usually do this, but I'm going to start a new thing. I'm going to give this one two thumbs up. Two thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> Get a little ding. I got a little post that little, little, little smile there. Um, yeah, man, I, I I love the conversation as well. I mean, she she's super impactful in the ways that she's explaining things. And I think for for me, the ultimate message I want to send home to the people who are watching and listening to this program is that ultimately you have to have that have that desire. You know, you have to have that willingness, that awareness, that acceptance to take responsibility for it is during your journey and ask yourself, hey, has has what I've been doing working for me? And if it isn't, then you guys gotta you gotta be incumbent upon yourselves to go out there and explore what other opportunities are for you. And the biggest thing, like I've said and shared with you guys, you know, time and time again, is the art of surrendering and being able to say, okay, if I'm just in the moment right now and I'm enjoying this moment right now, and I, I can't really control anything outside of the periphery of what's in this moment, and I choose to be abundant, I choose to have that positive mind flow. Um, for me, I see it all the time. I'm attracting amazing people into my life, opportunities in my life. The more I surrender, the more I just show up just to be me. Um, it's amazing what happens. And, you know, you just got to think about it, guys. You know, if you continually want to fight for something and you want that safety and security and, that, and everything else, what is it that you're giving up in, in return? So for me, Scott, I think, you know, and she said about it a little bit, because for me, it's, it's going back to that child, that childlike state, right? Adventure, curious. We, we like, you know, in that term of, of being a creator, we created our, our day every single day. We created with our imagination, with our friends. We were open to anything. We, we weren't fearful of anything. We weren't judging of anything. We just wanted to go experience stuff. And yeah. that's what the meaning of life really is. And that's the thing that I get back to so much now is go out and experience life. Go out there and live life. Don't play the someday game. You know, we're seeing lots of celebrities lately just dropping. And it's like, that's just a fact that we're all getting older and time is not guaranteed. So the more we get out there and we experience life, and love on life and love on ourselves, the more abundant we can be and the less stuff that we have to be tied to our ego with. So that's what I walked away from the conversation. I'm excited to go check out Neville Goddard and uh, and just continue to expand my horizons because the honest truth is my tagline says that I, I help people overcome their self-created crap without the self-help fluffy bullshit. And what we're talking about <laughs> is the fluffy bullshit. I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to change my tagline because you gotta, you gotta. I, I've opened myself up to that opportunity and I don't regret it for a second. I don't regret it for a second. So or just say the artist formerly known as the guy who <laughs> didn't do the self-fluffy bullshit and have like right. a like a symbol. Yeah. A peace that symbol. That, Ooh, that can be yeah. you. The symbol. The host that used to not do the fluffy bullshit. That's you. Yeah, That's the, the, new former, the former host. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be here back here again next Friday night. As always, put it in your calendar. Uh, Friday night, 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Let's see who we got. Let's see if I can tell you who we got next week. I think, who do we have next week? We have, uh, oh, cool, cool. We have Brendan McCauley. Uh, he's a cool guy. Uh, actually, Sally introduced me to him, so uh, I felt that he'd be a great guest for our show. So Brendan McCauley is going to be on here next week. The week after that, we got our brother Lee Height is going to be in the yeah. house. And then after that, we got Michelle uh, Shalen coming back and talking back about medicines. medicines. So uh, thank you guys for being here. Go to www.theunfilteredexperience.com. Check us out. Make sure you join the Facebook group. We'd love to have you as part of the family. We love you guys. Go out there and have an awesome weekend and be the change you bitch about. We love you guys. Love you, Scott. Love you we'll guys. see you next time here on The Unfiltered Experience. Peace.